Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Take your pictures. 
Then cover me with the rifle from the staircase. Remove the film from your camera and hide it. But I've got ten more shots. Well, get them. If they saw you taking pictures, they may want them destroyed. Upstairs now. Stay out of the way. Hey, Sarge. Yeah, what is it, kid? Look at this radar screen. Huh? Oh, yeah. It's been clear since I came on duty. Nothing. Nothing's flying in this weather. Blizzard conditions. And then, this. It looks like a... A donut. Yeah. What about the television monitors? Clear. Nothing's moving around the silo. I'll notify Major Lewis. I can't explain it. That circular thing just, just hangs there in that one spot. Huh? Where? Where, where is it? The scanning beam establishes the spot at 100 feet above Timpkinsville. That's not a fireball meteor. They move <laughs> and fast. Oh, nothing can fly in weather like this. Yes, kill you never know, kid. Stay alert. I'll be back. I don't suppose I have a choice, Sergeant. Sir? Well, you report that Malloy saw a donut-like thing on his radar screen. Yeah, Major, I saw it myself. Just, uh, just hanging there. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is he a science fiction addict? No, sir. He's a highly trained electronics engineer graduating. So from... he didn't, uh, jump to the conclusion that the donut was a spaceship? Boy, he, he didn't say. And you, Sergeant? I'd just as soon, uh, not say, Major. That means you've said it. You believe in that nonsense. Uh, so does some farmer who telephoned a few minutes ago, John Bergstrom, claimed that he and his son saw and photographed a spaceship which hung in the sky a quarter mile from that farmhouse. You'd better investigate. Yes, sir. I'll take uh, Private Malloy with me, if that's okay. Uh, ask uh, Simpkins to replace him in control. Return with the film. Why me? <laughs> the fresh air will do you good. Oh, I'll freeze to death. I'm a Florida boy. Winter in Iowa is my idea of the pit. Oh, this is unreal, Sarge. <laughs> Spaceship? Why not, kid? It could be. Could not be. Where are we going? Some farmer named Bergstrom, not far from Timkinville. I told you, I told you to stay upstairs. Something's approaching the house. I, I could make them out pretty well through the telescopic lens. You got pictures of them? I hope so. It's, it's a man's figure, but uh, short. A kind of narrow head, skinny arms and legs, and, and he's brown. I don't think he wears any clothing. Big eyes, and they, they kind of glow around the edges. Go back upstairs and unload your camera. Go on now. Okay. I have my rifle at the ready. Just keep me covered. If he makes a move toward me, I'll fire. Pa! He's reached the porch. Switch on the light and let him in. Might as well. Hello. Come on in. I am Rotar. From the planet Zyton. Well, what, what can I do for you, Rotar? You do not believe me. Well, I can't say I believe anything I've seen in the last half hour, but that's all right. Maybe it's a nightmare. Sometimes I fall asleep. It is not a nightmare. It is real. You saw us in the sky. Well, pretty hard to miss. A glowing green saucer hanging a hundred feet above the ground. You took pictures of the ship. I must have them. It is evident. We saw you pointing the camera at us. 
Evidence of what? My mission, it is secret. It must be carried out. Well, that depends on what the mission is. I don't know if you come in peace or, or if you're here to destroy. It makes no difference. The people of Earth will soon find out. I will have the camera now. This is a shotgun, Rotar. If I press the trigger ever so gently, I can blow you to smithereens. You are wrong. The people of Zyphon can withstand gunfire, heat, and cold. We are indestructible. You will give me the camera, or I will attack. With what? With this. Pop! Pop! You cannot harm me. Zyphon can generate an energy of high voltage enough to kill. This man will recover. I have come for the camera. Bring it to me. Do, do what he says, Ralph. Well, this is a clever trick, Rotar. You paralyzed me. A warning shot. I could have killed you. We are a peaceful people. We do not harm unless we are threatened. Here, here's the camera. Thank you. Where are you going now? To carry out my mission. Major Lewis, that you saw a spaceship hovering overhead? We saw more than that. You missed him by ten minutes. Ten? Yeah, a spaceman named Wotar. They lowered him from the ship. He came here. On the level? Word of honor. A little brown man, all skin, no clothes. Paul had his shotgun ready, but when he started to raise it... This creature mowed me down. With what? Oh, some kind of uh, electric charge. In an instant, his eyes glowed, and there was a buzzing sound, and I... Top it over. I still feel kind of funny from it. Yeah, then what? You believe that, Sarge? Go, go on, Mr. Perkson. Well, then he left to carry out his mission. He just walked out into the night. Well, he's got to be dead. It's way below zero out there, and you can't see 50 feet. And he was naked? That's <laughs> right. You, uh, you said your son took pictures of the spaceship. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, let me get them for you. That's what the little man wanted, the pictures. I told Ralph to unload the camera and hide the film, but... Rotar walked off with the camera. What's bugging me is this Rotar's mission. Project Counter-Strike is one of the highest security bases, the silos and their atomic warheads. It... Hey, I'd, I'd better telephone the major. Phone's next that easy, sir. Yeah, I see it. Give tough winners out of you, Mr. Bergstrom. Yeah, you get used to them. And the snow is nature's fertilizer. Warming up, Mr. Malloy? <laughs> I'm Ralph. I'll live. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, here's the film. I'll give it to the sergeant when he's off the phone. You know, I never believed in UFOs. Well, neither have I, but Ralph does. And after tonight, I'm convinced. 
You really saw a flying saucer? And a creature named Rotar came to the house and then was right in his room? Yes. You explain it. We can't. And that just says we have to report him, Danny. Well, here's the film, Sergeant. I, I shot about uh, ten exposures. I think you'll get a few good prints. Rotar swiped the camera. Well, we'll replace it, I promise. Okay, Danny, back to the jeep. I'm okay. I felt a little shaky after being blasted, but I'm all right now. Lock up and we'll get a good night's rest. Kind of spooky with that rotar wandering around out there. Well, maybe he took off again in the spaceship. It disappeared right after he left us. I can't imagine him wandering around in the snow. Except that's your mother. Hello? Major Lewis, Mr. Bergstrom. Oh, yes, Major. Thanks for sending those two soldiers. Yes, are they still there? No, they left about a half an hour ago. I see. Uh, did Sergeant Swall get the film? Uh, he's got it. Is anything wrong? Uh, we don't know. But don't be alarmed if I send a patrol into the area. Well, something is wrong then. Uh, yes. Our electrical circuits have failed. Oh, I see. Mr. Bergstrom, can you explain it? We can't. Uh, ask Sergeant Small. He knows our story. And you can draw your own conclusions. About five years ago, something from outer space buzzed an Army helicopter and nearly caused the death of four crewmen. It happened over Mansfield, Ohio. The pilot noticed a strange red light to his east. It approached with great speed. The pilot put his plane into a dive. The UFO stopped overhead and bathed the plane in green light. Then the spaceship sped away. The helicopter's instruments malfunctioned. The radio went dead. And the craft was trapped in an anti-gravity vortex and rose thousands of feet into the sky. All this was attested to by the crew. Fiction? I'll continue shortly with Act Two. of ships from outer space is unreasonable. Don't forget that mankind once thought the Earth was flat. Civilization is really very young. Mistaken beliefs are replaced only after great personal suffering by theories that now are accepted as truth. Isn't it reasonable, then, to admit the possibility, just the possibility, mind you, of ships and their crews from outer space? Sergeant Small and Private Dennis Malloy have reported to Lieutenant Lewis in Central Control. Unbelievable. This film cassette holds the secret. I want to develop it once. Guard it with your lives, understand? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me explain why we're operating by candlelight. I was wondering about that, Major. That little playmate of the Bergstrom's is... Sergeant, Mr. Bergstrom was knocked down by an electrical charge, a blast of electricity that came from his creature's eyes. How does that sound when I say it? Crazy, sir. Thank you, my lord. And now our electricity has gone out, no explanation. Even the emergency generator broke down. We don't know the cause. 
Imagine this this rotor who's short-circuited the entire base. <sighs> what is this mission of his? Did he tell Bergstrom? Ah, uh, no, sir. Only that his people on the, the, the Zython are peaceable and don't use force unless they're threatened. Well, who's threatening them? Not us. We don't even know who they are. If they exist. And they're on alert. General Hall has ordered patrols for the countryside within a ten-mile radius. They're on their way. Sergeant, uh, I want you and Malloy to return to the Bergstroms. Yes, sir. This rotor might return to the farmhouse when he discovers that we have the film. If he does, capture him. But guns don't. I realize that. Wear your insulated suits and helmets. They deflect electricity. Then, overpower the devil. Clear? Yes, sir. Well, at least the walkie-talkie still works. Lewis, go ahead. Colonel Dawson, Major. Get a message through to Washington immediately. I know our power is gone. I don't know how far the cutoff extends. Ha, state maybe. Send a plane and order the pilot to get the message through. This is an emergency. The guards in our underground installations were knocked out. I don't know how. And our manuals and diagrammatics have been stolen. Act at once. Acknowledge. Yes, Colonel, I'm on the double. Over. On your way, Sergeant. It's that little monster. I want him captured and destroyed. Oh, did you get stuck in the floor? I know, sir. We've been back to the base. When did you lose your electricity? Half an hour ago. But we always have a supply of candles. What's going on, Sergeant? Wires down? I, uh, I don't think so. It's more serious than that. Your visitors aren't the guards in our underground installations. What? What about the warheads? Well, I don't know. We got patrols searching everywhere for this, uh, Rotar. We gotta bring him in. He might come back here. That's why we've been sent back. Bring him in? How? He, he blasted me. That's why we're wearing these protective jumpsuits. And we have special headgear with a thick band of transparent material across the eyes. Nothing we know of can get through it, not even electricity. We'll jump this Rotar and tie him up. Why would he come back here, Sergeant? Looking for the film. I see. If he finds out that it's been removed from the camera... There's a roll of film in the camera, Paul. After I hid the roll I shot, I loaded the camera again. Smart, good boy. We are in danger. I think we ought to get out of here and go to the Army base. No, you can't make it, Mr. Bergstrom. It's a howling mess outside. Oh, the snow won't be able to get us there. What I did. No, you, you, you worry about this nut from space. Let us worry about the snow. Where's your sidekick? In a jeep, keeping his eyes open. We, uh, we can try to drive you down to your barn. Well, we keep the snowmobile in the shed behind the house. In this kind of weather, it's the only way to get to the cattle. Get your gear out and warm her up. I'll be with you in five minutes. If you want to stay here, son. No, no, no. You put out the candles. Oh, and uh, will you leave the front door unlocked? We may come back. Okay, inside? Yeah, they're leaving for the base. Wow. They got wings? Snowmobile. Sergeant Small. Sergeant Small to base. Message for Major Lewis. Get this now. Bergstrom and his son are heading for the base. They're on a snowmobile. I'll explain later. That's all. Well, now what, Sarge? Do we stay here? 
If we do, let's go inside the house. <laughs> Want to freeze to death in the jeep. Wait a minute. Hey. hey. Look over there, Denny. Oh. There's a glow in the sky. Well, maybe we got the electricity back at the base. The phones, too. Come on inside. I'll try to reach the major. They left the door to the house unlocked. Not just those warm. Ah, this is right. Hey, the lights on, so power's been restored. Ooh, hey. Sergeant? Oh, yes, sir. What's this about the Bergstrom? They're coming here? Uh, that's right, Major. The father's worried that the Rotar might return and kill him. But you're there to prevent that. Yes, sir, but they wanted to clear out. It is all right, sir. They're out of danger. Stay here. Keep a sharp lookout. Unless you see something, stay in the house. How about the roll of film? It's being developed. I should have prints in a few minutes. <laughs> I wonder where that rotar could be. Well, look at it from his point of view. He stole all the information about the silos and the atomic war. I mean, that's what he wanted. Yeah, but why? I'd like to know why. That's what he came for. So once he got the stuff, he'd take off. Maybe he's out. How would we know with the radar out? No, I think he's still hanging around. He wants that roll of film. Oh, but why? What good can it do it? Look, if Ralph got some sharp pictures, no one's going to doubt UFOs anymore. We'll have to admit there's life on other planets out there. And that's going to change our thinking about defense and, and retaliation. Would be a whole new world. Rotar knows that. If he can destroy the film, though, what's happened tonight is just another newspaper story. Interesting reading, but so what? So then this character will go after the base headquarters. After he gets the Bergstroms. And us, you and me. In the meantime, he's just hiding out. Is that, is that what you think? Sure. He's in no danger until he shows himself. So, you expect a visitor? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think we'd better turn off the lights and and wait. You're Bergstrom? Come in. I'm John Bergstrom. My son, Ralph. I gave orders for you to stay in your house. Now, no one orders me around, Major. If you're going to take that tone with me, we'll move on to a friend's house. Uh, calm down, Mr. Bergstrom. I'm on edge. I'm sorry. This has been a catastrophe. You're dealing with an unknown force. I didn't believe there was such a thing as a UFO. But I do now. The pictures will prove it. Have they been developed? Yeah. I received them just before you came in. Take a look. Excellent. Look at this one. The spaceship. And Rotar at the end of the ladder. Oh, the color's fine, Ralph. Yeah, those slanted streaks are snow lines. Oh, this one's marvelous. Rotar. Yeah, I, I shot that one from the bedroom window upstairs. Well, I'm mighty glad we have a record of what happened. We thought Project Counter-Strike was impregnable. Then one creature from outer space flashes his eyes and we're overcome. The implications are terrifying. Well, my house is still Rotar's target, Major. Small and the lawyer on guard there, and Rotar can't blast them with electricity. Though he can, but they're protected there. They'll bring him in. And if they don't? Then he'll come here. But we're ready for him. Unless he's got tricks up his sleeve, he can't guess. This proof of other life in the universe is cataclysmic. 
Life as we know it is over. Existence becomes a whole new ballgame. What did Lewis have to report, Sarge? The pictures Ralph took confirm what the Bergstrom saw. Great pictures. Oh, and the Major said there's a blip on the radar screen. The UFO? Might be. We better get outside. Maybe the ship is coming to pick up Rota. I'd say that was a good guess. Come on, kid. Wait. Hey. Up there, in the sky to the east. Yeah. Hey, does it just the way Bergstrom described it, like a like a saucer, green, glowing. Yeah. Hey, it's coming closer. About a mile away and, and still coming. Coming toward the house. Hmm. Look at that cone of white light shining on the bar. Well, let's get down there, Danny. Run! Come on! The thing's just hovering up there. Not more than 100 feet above the ground. Yeah, like something's being lowered. Oh, what is it? A rope or a ladder? It is a rescue ship. You okay, kid? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Oh, I hope I'll get the tech us. Come on, we're almost there. I, I can't run my father, Sarge. Come on. Get the door. Get him. Hang in there, kid. He, uh... He, he must be in here, Sarge. Yeah. Yeah. Now to find him. He could set the barn on fire, you know. <laughs> Hold it now. Just let's... Let's catch your breath. Yeah. Flashlight. Yeah, yeah. You want me to try to lock? No, no, we stay together. Now, look, those are milking stalls. He might be in one of them. How would he get out, Sarge? I mean, you're a country boy. You... There's a number of ways. The barn doors, the side door from the A-lock. Just keep your flashlight on the barn door. I'm going up into that lock. Well, you said we'd stick together. No, 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 good. We double our chances if we separate. We're not that far apart. Just shoot your light at the doors, back and forth. But he, he might be armed, Sarge. And the kid's no good against the pitchfork. All right. Now, where are you, friend Brotar? Hey! He's here, Daddy! Come on up! Whoa, fine! You all right, Sarge? Yeah, so far. Come here, you little monster. He will force me to kill you by fire. Oh, no, you won't. Rota. Huh? I, I, I got him. All right, I'll cover his eyes with my arm. Please. Here, he's strong. Hold him on the head. I'll turn him over. No. There. He's, he's on his stomach. Okay, I can hold him down alone. Look for some rope, Danny, down below. Uh, yes, there's some there behind the hay. Okay, get it. We'll tie him up. What we got to worry about are his eyes. Look, take off your jacket and tie it around his head. Good idea. That should take care of the electricity. Hey, Sarge, he's saying something. I don't want to hear it. We got him. Now, let's lower him to the barn floor, and then I'll notify the major. accomplished, but there is much more to come. We still do not know why Rotar has come to Earth. What was his mission? Although the report of a UFO sighting over Ohio a few years ago is one of the best on record, it is only one among many reported. Since 1948, 
There have been reports of pilots experiencing close collisions with ships from outer space. The subject cannot be dismissed as fiction. I will return shortly with Act Three. This is WBBM Chicago. from Zython really beyond belief? Back in Mr. Bergstrom's farmhouse. <laughs> okay. Now, lay him on his stomach on the couch. <sighs> Should I unwrap his head? I still have my protective gear. Okay, kid, but if you, if you sit him up, don't let him face me at the phone. I don't want to get blasted. I'll call a base. Check those bindings. We don't want him to get loose. How's that, spaceman? Thank you. You may remove your helmet. Oh, no, I don't think so. You know, you've got the entire government in turmoil. Unless you release me, your government will be destroyed. Uh-huh. We did not anticipate insulation. Without it, you would be vulnerable. Electricity is our principal weapon, but we have others. Why'd you come here, Rosa? It is the most destructive place on Earth. Silos in the warhead? Is that it? I will explain to your commander, unless I escape first, my ship will know what to do. In the barn, you said that uh, you'd set us on fire. I could, but the cattle would have been killed. On Zyphon, we are not cruel. Humans are. It is characteristic of a primitive society. You sort of look like a human being, Rotar. We are smaller and indestructible and much more intelligent. Don't you die? At an appointed time, our lifespan is allotted. Until it ends, we remain unchanged. What's this mission of yours? I will reveal it to your commander. Now, how do you propose to remove me from this farmhouse without retaliation from my ship? <laughs> That's the point. I don't know. I'll leave it to my command. Okay, cover his head, Denny. We're taking him back to the base. You will never reach it. His spaceship's hanging over us somewhere in the sky, Sarge. Well, we'll have to chance it. It's still snowing. That's good cover. Yeah, but if they see the jeep moving towards the base... Yeah, maybe they don't know we're here because we went to the barn and back on foot. And how... Hey, wait a minute. I got an idea. Let me try it on the major. We should have been in bed an hour ago. We're up at four. What happens now, Major? Well, we question Rota, Small and the lawyer bringing him to the base. Well, I'd like to hear what he has to say about that mission he's on. So would I. Stick around if you want to. I'd like to, Paul. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Major Lewis speaking. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Sergeant Paul here. Uh, yes, Sergeant. We got a problem. 
Rotar said if we take him to the base and the jeep, we'll never get there. That the spaceship will attack and free him. Hmm. Well, nothing shows on the radar screen. I, uh, I have a suggestion, sir. Let's hear it, Sergeant. Well, we have snowmobiles on the base. They're small, and in the snow, they'd be hard to track. If you'd send out a few... Excellent, Sergeant, right away. Uh, we'll watch the screen, keep an eye on the sky. We might try to land another rotar. And one is enough. Yeah, we're bringing him in in a snowmobile. Uh, excuse me, I'll be right back. Maybe I should leave him to the house, Bob. Oh, we've done enough. One little man from space and Project Counter-Strike is out of business. <laughs> I'm sure glad I got those pictures. I am, too. Otherwise, we'd be locked up. radar screen, Ralph. Yeah. See those streaks in the right-hand corner? The snowmobiles. Well, they managed to reach my house easily enough. They're attending, and I don't see anything else on the screen. They should be here in a few minutes. Uh-oh. What's, uh, what's that way up in the in the right corner of the screen? Well, it's, it's a donut-shaped thing. Why, that, that, that's the ship. The streaks are returning from my house. The ship's just standing still. I I don't think it's seen a snowmobile. What's that cone of light in the center of the screen? Well, that's the beam we saw, Pa. It lighted up half an acre. It's uh, snowmobiles that reached the base. What are you doing, Major? I'm putting on my insulated gear and helmet. You better do the same. A uh, road car won't harm us. We're no threat to him. You are. Yeah, well, it's your own way. I warned you, Mr. Gerson. Well? No, um... Pause right. No, no, thank you. I'll stay the way I am. How are you mad, Major? Uh, bring him here into the ready room. Uh, put him down. Put him down. Good work, gentlemen. Yeah, I want me to remove the ropes. I see you lock the door. Hey, Ralph, put on the insulated gear. Oh, Rotar won't harm us, Danny. You are right, young man. I will not harm anyone now. You will hear about my mission. Then you will release me. If you do not release me, Earth will be devastated. Are you the commander? I'm in charge of security or my responsibility. You know who I am. I am Rotar from the planet Zyton. And where is that? It is an island universe like Earth and within the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. You expect me to believe that? Then explain to me your own way. And you came here in a spaceship? You have pictures to prove it. I have been trying to recover the film. Why? To keep you in ignorance of the existence of the many worlds around you. We live in peace. You are warlike. We do not want you interfering in space. That would be disruptive. We would have to destroy your planet. And your mission was to be a warning? You have seen how easily I penetrated your high security base. One Zyton immobilized project counter-strike. You know what it is? The underground silos hold atomic warheads. Yes, it is a turn to an atomic attack. Which would destroy your civilization. That is of no interest to us on Zyton. It must be. You stole information critical to our safety, manuals, diagrammatics. Why? Unless you want the capability of producing your own atomic weapons. We already possess the knowledge. Within an hour, the ships from Zyphon could girdle the Earth with atomic explosions. 
That would also destroy us. My mission was to warn you. I failed because you have photographed. I don't understand. They are evidence of the existence of other life in the universe. Your ignorance is our safeguard. Have you no idea, no concern about what you have already done to the atmosphere? You have polluted it with the residue from your atomic explosions and tests. The incidence of radiation has been low. The air is not yours alone. What you do on Earth affects life on other planets. On Zyton, we have already been exposed to the after effects of particles released when an atom bomb is exploded. You have now endangered our lives. That's hard for me to believe. Accept it as a fact. You may be indifferent to life on other planets. We are not. If we cannot persuade you to use atomic power for peace, we will retaliate. And no one will be left on Earth to report it. What do you expect me to do about these ravings of yours, Rotan? You will report our conversation. We can destroy Earth in an hour. But there is an alternative plan. We will remove your ability to use atomic power. No, I really don't believe you. Must you be convinced? Yes. Everything we have said to each other has been heard on my spaceship. Now it will strike. Inspect your radar screen. Danger. The ship's over the underground installation. Check the television monitor. Cytons are being lowered to the ground. They will easily overpower your guards and remove the bombs from the silos. Now, do you believe me, Major? Get to General Hall at once. And now the lights will go out on the base. And don't let him get away. With a candle or a flashlight, bro. I'm here, Paul. Let's get out of here. Follow me. Take me back to your farmhouse. Hello. Hello, General Hall. The installation is being destroyed. Thank you. You will not be harmed. Lights okay, Come in, Rosa. I have placed you in danger. I believe everything you said. Then perhaps there is still hope that mankind will comprehend and not invite his own destruction. I see through the window that my troops have accomplished their objective. Are they, uh... Are they hearing our conversation? And you, you told the Major... Yes. That... No one will be harmed. We will carry away the atomic warheads and dismantle them. Will the leaders of your nation heed this warning? I should hope so. But I don't know. It's going to take a while before they accept the truth of what's happened tonight. You've projected us into a new world, Rota. That was not my intention. Let the pictures be circulated. Your people on Earth must see them, and they must be told what happened to the underground installations. Then they will believe what I have said. I will leave you now. I wish you well. I hope that's the end of it. It won't be, Paul. Major Lewis won't let it go. Uh, I don't care. We couldn't prevent Wotar from escaping. But we helped him. 
Or he would have blasted us. Remember that. Oh, I don't think so. But I don't care. I'm glad he's gone and made his point. He sure did. Oh, this is the wildest night I ever experienced. It was fantastic. That's the right word for what happened. I wonder if there'll be a report in the papers. Oh, well, there'll be something. Power outage caused by the blizzard. Project Counter-Strike put out of commission, that kind of stuff. Nothing about the spaceship or the little man from Zyphon. Panic stuff. I sure hope we get a set of pictures. I, I don't think you will, Ralph. They're top security. They'll go to Washington. Well, then what? They've got to take this seriously, Paul. They should. But I doubt it. They'll listen to the Major and thank him. Maybe he'll be reassigned in six months. He won't believe what happened. But it did. Sure. But who's going to believe him? Who indeed? Would you? Do you? Some of you, perhaps. But you're a very small number. Maybe you've seen the phenomenon of a spaceship. There's one couple that even claims to have had a ride in one. Most of us, however, smile at such stories, just as we take the Loch Ness Monster with a grain of salt. But what is under the ocean, and what is out there in space, still is a mystery. I'll be back shortly. For barbecues, I use strong, heavy-duty Reynolds wrap. I line the grill with it. Seems to make charcoal heat spread evenly. And it beats off for cooking potatoes and corn and for juicy grilled chicken. When you wrap in Reynolds wrap, you zip through barbecue cooking. Easy. Reynolds At the store, they told me there's a powerful anti-itch drug I can buy without a doctor's prescription. Now, I use Bicogene Cream as directed. No more burning and embarrassing itching. No more scratching. Bicogene actually speeds healing. Bicogene Cream. What a relief. Time to change your laxative. X-Lax pills gently stimulate your system's own natural rhythm. And that makes all the difference. X-Lax pills. For occasional use only as directed. bra and girdle sale with every bra and girdle in the store now at a fantastic 30 percent off every style every color every shape every bra you could want all at an unbelievable 30 percent off but hurry it's only for a limited time and it's only at jc penny It's hay fever. And my pills are just antihistamine. Isn't there something better? Don't give up. Arm yourself with ARM. ARM, allergy relief medicine, gives you full antihistamine relief for itching, dripping, sneezing, plus extra decongestant for freer breathing, clearer sinuses. Better relief. Better relief. Arm yourself with ARM. ARM. For occasional use, only as directed. Fantasy? 
let's admit it with one reservation. No silos have been raided, and no atomic warheads have been stolen. The reservation is this. Is fiction, based on imagination which has been nourished by suspected facts, just fiction? Or does it contain some element of truth? Extraterrestrial? Look up on a clear night and wonder. Our cast included John Beale, Russell Horton, Christopher Tabori, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by ARM, Allergy Relief Medicine, and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.